The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoic Jew Podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. Today, there are three readings, quote-unquote. Uh, the first reading comes from Marcus Aurelius, Meditations, Book 9, Chapter 6. The second reading, quote-unquote, is a quotation from Marcus Aurelius that I was not able to track down the source for. And then the third, quote-unquote, reading is something we're not actually going to read, but it's the entirety of the first chapter of Meditations. Okay, so here we go. Uh, this is from Meditations 9.6. All you need are these. Certainty of judgment in the present moment, action for the common good in the present moment, and an attitude of gratitude in the present moment for anything that comes your way. Okay, so uh, before we go on to this, the other readings, uh, this particular episode was prompted by a, uh, a question slash request that my Chavrusa sent me yesterday. Um, or was it the day before? No, it was yesterday. Uh, and he, uh, the, the question said, any interest in being my gratitude accountability buddy? <laughs> okay, now I would not have known what he meant, uh, but thankfully he explained himself. So um, he too is involved, uh, has been involved heavily in Tara Brock's books and, uh, and meditations and lectures, uh, as have I. And um, he linked me to a, uh, a lecture or reflection where she suggested an exercise. I believe she said it was based on uh, Dr. Martin Seligson, who is the founder, or Seligman, sorry, not Seligson, uh, Dr. Martin Seligman, who is the founder of Positive Psychology. I don't know what Positive Psychology is other than what I can infer from the title and from this one example. But um, basically, the uh, this is an exercise that you do daily. And uh, the exercise is based on the idea that what we notice um, will shape our thoughts and values. And this brings me to my second um, Marcus Aurelius quotation. This is the one I could not track down the source for, which is, your life is what your thoughts make it. Um, So the exercise involves uh, three steps. One of them is, uh, well, okay, the format of the exercise is at the end of the day, you write um, an email which we're calling your gratitude journal because uh, it is a journal, even though you're sending it to someone else. Um, And you write down three things that you are grateful for. Uh, Presumably things that came up that day or thoughts that came up that day, uh, but it's just three things that you're grateful for. No need for any explanation, uh, just three things. The the second thing you write down is um, a moment of savoring um, where you enjoyed or experience allowed yourself to experience something that was pleasurable um and uh ideally after a sacred pause because in order to um to be conscious of this enjoyment that you would have to consciously stop and then reflect on what you're doing um in in order to be able to enjoy it with a present mind and then the third thing uh that the journal would include is an act of kindness that you did and uh, the idea, what, what Tara Brock said, and then you can listen, I'll, I'll link the lecture below, but um, she said basically that um, uh, that neurological studies have shown that if you reflect on, on thoughts such as, uh, as these for, I think she said 15 to 30 seconds, then, uh, then that can actually affect the way that your brain um, uh, 
I guess it could it could affect it could lead to you thinking more thoughts like this. Again, I did not go into the science of this. I guess that's kind of what I'm reading about now in um, in uh, in the body keeps the score. Um, but I'm this is not a science podcast, so uh, and I, I have not done the scientific reading. Anyway, so that's what the exercise is. So at the end of the, the day, then you write down these five items: three things you're grateful for, uh, one experience of savoring, and then one act of kindness. Um, and uh, and then you send it to somebody who is your accountability buddy, uh, your your gratitude uh, your gratitude accountability buddy, um, and uh, and that's Michael Russo. So so he proposed that we try this experiment for a, a limited amount of time, uh, and I'm going to try it out between yesterday and uh, and when I return to New York, um, God willing, on the twenty second, um, and then we'll see where it goes from there. So what does that have to do with anything in Stoicism or Judaism? Well, in Stoicism, um, I mentioned that the entire first chapter of Marcus Aurelius's Meditations is him expressing gratitude. And that's the source, the third source that I am not going to read because it's in the entire first chapter, is he basically goes through systematically and um, and uh, and thanks uh, expresses gratitude towards all of the people who who have uh, helped make him who he is and who have influenced his life. Um, so that's how he begins his meditations. Now, why does he begin his meditations that way? I have not read anything that um, where, where he explains that, but uh, but the fact that he devotes his whole first chapter to that uh, is telling in and of itself. Um, then we have uh, obviously in Judaism. Then then uh, then. Thanks is uh, you know giving thanks is is a major thing. I mean the entire premise is is you know olam chesed yibane that God built the universe on kindness and by kindness we mean that which is not owed. You know the entirety of existence we are are completely contingent existences, and and uh, and yet psychologically we feel that we have an inherent claim on existence. You know we feel that we are uh, are that we are the intrinsic existence, not God, uh, and that that reality in some ways depends on us because that's what we're experiencing. You know, we're experiencing reality as something that, that has us at the center. Um, so, so thinking and feeling and expressing Hoda'a Thanksgiving is a way to continually reinforce the idea that everything that we experience is a chesed from God and, uh, give thanks to Hashem for he is good. His kindness is, uh, is eternal. Um, and that, uh, we are the recipients of that. Um, and that we don't have any inherent claim on existence. Um, and the difference, you know, I mean, there are many differences. One of the, the differences between shevach and hodab, between praise and thanks, is that praise is object is purely objective, where you are reflecting on the goodness of God and his actions per se. But hodah is when you tie it to yourself as a beneficiary of that good. So, um, again, we can go into uh, details later on, but but clearly I don't think I have to make the argument that gratitude is a major theme in uh, in in Judaism. But what I thought was interesting when I was trying to pick a, a, uh, uh, an excerpt from the writings of the Stoics that, that I could pair with this, uh, this exercise or this experiment, I find it interesting how in this chapter of, of meditations, he identifies three things and says, all you need are these certainty of judgment in the present moment, action for the common good in the present moment, and an attitude of gratitude in the present moment for anything that comes your way. Now, the last one is clearly gratitude. Okay. <laughs> the second one, action for the common good in the present moment is an act of kindness. And the first one, certainty of judgment in the present moment, 
is being present and being aware in a realistic way of everything that is going on that you're experiencing. And and I know this because this is a common theme throughout the writings of all the Stoics, which is when he says a certainty of judgment, uh, I don't think he means like certainty in the sense of conviction. I think what he means is is knowing what you are actually experiencing and be able to separate those from the the thoughts and feelings and impressions that are clouding your thought. You know, that's the... Um, We've had lots of episodes on Epictetus' views on this, um, where you have to separate between what is actually happening and what your judgments are about what's happening. And so Marcus Aurelius is talking about focus on the uh, on the clarity of judgment. And I just thought that it's a really interesting coincidence that the three items that, that Tara Brock uh, suggested for this exercise happen to line up exactly with the three items that Marcus Aurelius writes about in this, uh, in this uh, meditation. Now, he says all you need are these. The question is, what does he mean by all you need? Right? Whenever we talk about need, it's all you need for what? Um, and uh, to my knowledge, he doesn't say, okay, uh, he doesn't explain what he means. And so the question is, uh, what exactly will this do? Um, now, um, you can listen to Tara Brock's lecture about this for what she thinks that this will do. Uh, I kind of want to just let this experiment run its course and see what happens. Um, already, I can tell you some of the effects. I've only done this for, I did this yesterday, and I'm midway through uh, today. Today is Thursday. Um, and I can tell you one thing that I've experienced is I am hyper aware now of what the candidates are going to be for things that I express gratitude for. Like I'm on the lookout, like I, I guess because I'm picking three things and only three things to write about, then then like, and because I'm writing to an actual person who I know, then the question is going to be like, like, what is it that I am going to, to share? What am I going to write about? So for example, like this, you know, one of the things that happened this morning was, uh, you know, Seattle's uh, has usually except for this crazy heat wave that happened when we were in Hawaii, Seattle usually has really good weather during the summer. Um, and so, so last night it went down, I think to the uh, high fifties. And then right now, I think it's like around, uh, in the, in the seventies or something like that. So I, I'm, uh, uh, I, I like it when it's cold at night. And when I woke up this morning, I woke up in this perfect feeling of, of, of a cold room with cold breeze on my face from the open window um, and, uh, and my, my, uh, my, my weighted blanket. And it was just a very, very comforting uh, way to wake up. It wasn't from my alarm. It wasn't from any noise or anything like that. It was just waking up in, from the, you know, in the comfort, in a state of comfort. So that was the first thing on my mind for gratitude. You know? And then I go and I have coffee. And the coffee is amazing. I was, uh, you know, I got freshly, uh, you know, fr freshly ground beans of my favorite type of coffee. Um, and uh, I was enjoying that. And I spent the morning reading, you know, and I, you know, was reading, you know, the, the several books that I'm, I'm into now and I gained from those. And then I, you know, I davened and, uh, and my davening went really well. I had some nice little, um, uh, nice insights in the, in, uh, in the davening. And then, you know, and then I went to Starbucks and again was grateful for being able to go to Starbucks and be there in person uh, finally after all this time. And I wrote an article and the ideas from Yeshayahu that I wrote about were amazing ideas and the fact that I was able to write it was great. So all these things are going through my mind and instead of just experiencing the good, the fact that I have this overarching framework to my day of looking for things to, to have gratitude about um, because I'm preparing to express them, um, is, uh, it just, it changes the entire experience of the day, you know, same thing with the savoring, you know, like, like, uh, there are things that I am, uh, savoring now that, uh, that I would not have savored before. So for example, um, 
you know, I've decided that at least while I'm home, then for one of my meals, I'm going to eat it without doing anything else other than eating, you know, and I, I invented this term, which I'm sure there's probably a real term for this. I call it sense cycling, like, um, S E N S E cycling. So like, as I was eating, I was just switching back and forth between the senses that were involved of my sense of sight, of looking at the food, my sense of hearing, of hearing the sounds inside my head of, of chewing the food, taste, tasting the food, the texture of the food, uh, and then whatever the other one is. What am I missing? <laughs> sight, hearing, taste, touch, and texture, right? Wait, sorry, no, taste, what, what am I saying? Why am I missing one? Hearing, seeing, so smelling. That's the other one. That's the other one, right? Yeah, you know? So, and then uh, and then when I was taking a shower, same thing. Like, I ordinarily would not think about all those during the shower, but I was making an effort to savor the shower and going through all the senses involved in the shower, you know? Um, and then with the act of kindness thing also, I mean, the one, the, to me, the act of kindness is the, is the, the most incongruous. Um, and I'm not sure what how that, obviously it's a good thing to do an act of kindness every day, but like to reflect on it. I'm not sure how that reflection um, contributes to this entire picture here, uh, but I guess that's what I'm going to find out. So anyway, um, I thought I would share this as an episode of the Stoju podcast. If anyone else decides to uh, to conduct this, this uh, gratitude journal experiment or gratitude accountability experiment, um, uh, then, uh, you know, I encourage you to do so. And, and if you have a buddy, then that's that's the best system. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, again, I'm going to, I'm going to be doing this for uh, the next couple of weeks and then, and then, uh, and then decide, uh, you know, whether this is uh, something I want to continue. And, uh, right now it's looking good. Uh, that is it for today's episode. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at Matt hyphen Schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbischneeweiss at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening, thank you to my readers for reading, and thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to making Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.